0: Listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book
1: culture, literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're talking about weird reader quirks. We covered this early on the show, Mallory. We did. Um we talked about it quite it used to be a question we would ask people who came on the show. We'd say, like, what is your reader quirk? Well, we're getting into some even more quirkier, weirder ones today. Like, do you read <laughs> while walking? Do you follow along with your fingers? Uh, we're going to talk about the weird stuff that we do and other people do, and we're going to normalize it. How about that? And are you ready, Bria? I'm ready. Are
0: you ready? Because first. Oh, my God, Bria. Reading
1: glasses. Fun drive.
0: It's the fun drive. Fun drive. It's yeah. the 2022
1: Maximum Fun Drive, and it's happening right now. Oh, Folks, God. there are only a couple days left. A uh, couple days. Mallory, it's today and tomorrow, and then it's over. Then it's done. That's it. Well, today. Yeah, that's That's it, that's it. Two is a couple,
0: two is a couple. Yeah. Bria, what's Maximum Fun Drive?
1: Oh man, it is the best time to sign up and become a member on our podcast network, Maximum Fun, which means you support us and you get gifts. So many people have already joined. Uh, We're gonna, uh, we're recording this a couple days ahead of time. So I'll drop something in at the end to let you know how many people have joined. But we know for a fact that we already have reached our first goal of the readathon, which is very exciting. But stay tuned and hear about all this other stuff we're doing this year at the break. And to participate in all the fun events and get access to our Slack channel and get
0: cool gifts, go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join or upgrade or boost your membership. That's MaximumFun.org slash join. Any of those things, whether you're a new member, you're a boosting member, you're an upgrading member, you get access to gifts, you get to participate in all the fun events, you and you also contribute to all of our goals this year. So that's
1: MaximumFun.org slash join. And don't skip the break because... We're going to announce something we're doing tonight, which is very fun, very silly, and it happens tonight if you're listening to the episode on Thursday. Uh, But before we jump into the episode, Bria, what are you reading? Ooh, I've started listening to a book that I meant to read last year, and I have major regrets for not listening to it or reading it. It's Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. Oh. Um, Do you know about this book? It was a big, buzzy book.
0: Yes. I have never read it, but I know of it because it's a big, buzzy book.
1: Now- is it a very complicated book to listen to on audiobook? Yes. I have had to rewind a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. It has multiple storylines going, but it has things that glassers would love. It has there's a lot of libraries in it. There's a, multiple storylines and there is like some fun sci-fi-ish future stuff. Basically, it has so many storylines, but one is about um a young woman who lives inside Constantinople and She's curious, she wants to read, and the city is famous for its libraries and she finds this book um that about this person who longs to be turned into a bird so he can fly and she reads this to her sister who's dying. So that's one of the stories. And then outside that same the walls of Constantinople there's this boy who um has been conscripted to an invading army to go into Constantinople. And then there's also this library 500 years later where this kid goes in and loves the library. There's a lot of library talk. And then there's a not-so-distant-future like spaceship where this character named Constance is alone and um, starts learning about this same story of this person who went to turn into a bird. It is... What I'm saying sounds complicated, and let me tell you, it is. Um, But it is so beautiful. I'm super enjoying it. The audiobook is very long. I think it's like 18 hours or something like that. But I was like, I'm about to travel. I'm going to dive into this. It has been a really great book. Everyone has told me to read it. And I really, I think it would have been on my top last year. So it's a little bit of a bummer that I didn't read it last year. But I'm loving it. What are you reading, Mallory? I am reading an advanced
0: review copy of a book that you and I are both really excited about, an author that we love. It's uh, What Moves the Dead by T. Kingfisher, Mm, uh, author of The Twisted Ones, a book that we both really love. This book comes out July 12th, so you can pre-order it now, Um, and it's a novella, so it's not super long, Uh, and it is a retelling of Poe's story, The Fall of the House of Usher, and it's... Fucking amazing! I'm almost done with it, and it it's really creepy. And the main character is gender queer, so it's like more like sort of a queer retelling. And if you are unfamiliar with the Fall of the House of Usher, sort of a classic story about this like. Person who goes back to the childhood home of his childhood friends and finds out that this house is in in ruins and there's all this creepy stuff going on, you know, typical Mm Poe, creepy old stuff happening. Only this version
1: is more fungus heavy. Oh, people love a fungus heavy book, man. That the the mushroom is
0: the thing. (laughs) It is the hot item in horror, (laughs) right? It really is mushrooms are having a moment Mm -hmm. um but it is it's super creepy it's really well written and it's written in that like great t kingfisher voice that she has of like it's kind of kind of funny and the main character has like all these funny observations about these like creepy things going on and it's just absolutely fantastic uh so that is uh what moves the dead by t kingfisher and mine is cloud cuckoo land by anthony door So, we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Lots of people wrote in about getting rid of academic books. Like, oh, a lot of people. so this was
1: to remind people this was the episode, Mallory, where uh, someone had a bunch of academic books, but they were like, well, how do I get rid of these? I have, they had like a bunch of medieval books, right? Medieval studies yes. books. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. And we have, thank God, we have a Sarah to chime in here. Thank goodness. You can always count on the Sarahs. Sarah says, Sarah here, and specifically a Sarah who has a PhD in medieval history.
1: <laughs> wow. The, Y'all the, need to make friends. You, you ever wrote in, and, and this Sarah need to be friends?
0: Amazing. Um, uh, Sarah says, which I teach at a small liberal arts college. If the people with the boxes of medieval studies books are up for putting in some work, they should search for medieval studies Facebook groups and list the books available. You might find some eager, broke grad students and advanced undergrads excited to get copies. I'll also volunteer. If you would like to put me in contact with book owners i can always find uses for medieval studies books uh so if the person listening if you want to be put in touch with this amazing sarah let us know um whether to keep for my own research give to students or friends or donate to the library at my own college which has a relatively small medieval studies collection i fully agree that the writers shouldn't feel pressure but if they want to find the books a good home there's a community of medievalists with too many books happy to give them one
1: i love that what a nice sarah I mean, I feel like all Sarahs are nice. You always count on a Sarah. Sarahs are always nice. What am I talking about? That is very great. Wow. I knew, I said this when we did this. I was like, someone in this reading glasses group is going to know what to do here. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had Jessica wrote in also about these medieval books saying, "Um, I have just the answer to Michael's problem about offloading those medieval books. Contact his local branch of the SCA or the Society for Creative Anachronism. This SCA does medieval reenactment and education, and we are always on the hunt for good medieval textbooks and reasonable prices to use for further research and expanding sources for the whole community. You can go to sca.org to find his local branch and reach out to them. Most areas have a Facebook group for their location and people dedicated to outreach and public engagement. So I am sure they would be happy to hear from him. Of course, there are several other reenactment groups in the States, but I mention SCA because that's what I play, and therefore I am partial to it. SCA is... LARP is the same as Larpers, right, Mallory? Yeah, similar, sort similar. Of. So it's like it similar. is like reenactment groups. So that is what it is. Um, yes. I hope this helps. Thank you. Thanks so much for all you do, and keep being awesome. Oh, that's very nice, Jessica. Okay, that's these are really good tips. I would say they're bordering on hot. I'd say they're bordering on slide whistle territory. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm very excited to
0: see quick bookmark from us. I'm very excited to see all the slide whistle feedback we've been getting. Oh, God. (laughs) People love the slide whistle. (laughs) We love it too. Thank you for getting us slide whistles. Uh, So you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. Before we talk about weird reader quirks, we're going to take a quick break.
1: Hey, Glassers. You, yes, you listening. Listen, wait, listen to what we have to say. Hey, do you love listening to this show? Yeah, I know you like, man, Priya and Mallory put so much work into this show every single week. I sure wish I could help out in some way.
0: Well, you can. Right now, you can go to org slash join to sign up and support us. Your dollars directly support us every single month and help us keep making the show
1: and stay independent. Yeah. And if you sign up right now, you get stuff in return. The 2022 Maximum Fund Drive is nearly over. It ends tomorrow. Tomorrow. That means there's not much time left to get all of these amazing gifts. And we're going to talk about those gifts right now. Mallory,
0: what kind of gifts can people get? So at the first level, when you sign up, the $5 level, you get... First off, with, for Reading Glasses, this is not through Maximum Fun. This is a Reading Glasses exclusive. Mm-hmm. You get access to our Slack channel. It's my favorite place on the internet, and it is bumping in there. You mm-hmm. get book recommendations. You get to talk about book events and what books are coming out and what you're reading. It's super fun. Uh, you also get, if you send uh, your proof of membership to ReadingGlassesPodcast at gmail.com, you get a personalized book recommendation from Bria and I. That's right. We're still doing them. You send your, just send your proof of membership in and we will send it to you. And also at the $5 level, you get all of our bonus content. Mm -hmm. Every single year we make a bonus episode for The Drive. So you not only get this year's episode, which is uh, us talking about our favorite and least favorite book adaptations, uh, you get all of the bonus content we've ever done in the history of reading glasses. And you get access to all the bonus content every single Maximum Fun show has ever done in the history of those shows. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. like hundreds and hundreds and hun- probably thousands of hours of bonus content.
1: Yeah. And if you give it the $10 le- level, you get all that stuff. Plus a really cool patch that we helped design that says read more, which we completely love. It's so cute. We are so excited to see it on all of the glasses backpacks and shirts and coats and whatever you put patches on. That will be so thrilling. $10 a month. You spend more than that on coffee. You spend more than that on I don't know what every month. But this podcast, that's less than, what is the math on that? $2 an episode? It's about 2 bucks an episode. Um, which I feel yeah, like, I mean, know, it, it's not that much. If you think about it, it's less than you probably less than you pay for a streaming service. Yeah, that's very true. Also, Mallory, can I talk about what we're doing tonight? Yeah. The night this episode comes out. Tune in. We're going to play the Doki Doki Literature Club. Mallory and I sure are. are going to stream ourselves playing Doki Doki Literature Club as a way to tell you how much we like you. I've already played it once. Mallory hasn't. It's going to be very thrilling. It's going to be very entertaining. <laughs> and then tomorrow night, Friday night, we're going to spend our Friday night giving you book recommendations for all the people who have joined. So if you join, if you haven't joined yet, now is the time. Join. Send us that receipt, and we're going to give you a book recommendation tomorrow. But tune in tonight, no matter who you are, because we're going to play Doki Doki Literature Club To celebrate Maximum Fun Drive and to try to encourage more people to join. And then there's more gifts at other higher levels. There's bags.
0: There's hats. There's a creativity pack. There's an embroidered Maximum Fun membership card. There's so many things. We're so excited. Right now, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. You can sign up at any level, get one of these amazing gifts and all of, and all the gifts stack. So if you get, let's say you get the sign up at the $10 level, you get the patch, but you also get membership to the Slack channel. You get a personalized book recommendation. You get access to all the Boco. That's right. It's not just bonus content. We call it Boco here at Maximum Fun because we're cool. There's just so much stuff. It's it's the most fun time of year for us. We've ha- had such a blast doing so many events, hanging out with Glassers. Bria got to hang out with Glassers one-on-one on the Instagram to give them their personalized book recommendations to their face. It was very exciting. Their virtual face. It was really cool. Um, so folks, if you're listening to this, you love the show. Will you sign up to help us make it? Will you will you sign up right now, MaximumFun.org slash join and, and sign up to support us? It really means a lot to us. We are... Eternally grateful. We literally could not make the show without your support every month. So that's maximumfun.org/slash join. Glasses. Glasses.
1: <laughs> Quick update here from the Reading Glasses Maximum Fun Drive Headquarters. Um, we are so excited we have reached that bonnet ripper level. We are so excited to have almost 400 new or upgrading members. It's very thrilling. Um, if you're listening to this on Thursday, we are doing the Doki Doki Literature Club run through tonight on our brand new Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash reading glasses podcast. So join us at 3 p.m. PST. We'll be playing it for a while. It's a long game. Mallory and I will be on there. You can just go to twitch.tv slash Reading Glasses Podcast. The link will be in the show notes to join us tonight for the Doki Doki Literature Club. And then join us tomorrow night, Friday night, at 4 p.m. PST, we'll be going and doing more book recommendations for new and upgrading members. So if you are like, you've waited to the last minute and you're like, I gotta get that book recommendation, I gotta join the Slack, hey, now is the time. You can join right now at maximumfundorg slash join. Send us your wheelhouse and we will send you your very own personalized book recommendation. We only do this during this time of the year, so you gotta do it now.
0: This week, we're talking about reader quirks. We all have them. Little things we do when we read or put our books away. So, are they really that weird, or is it just normal reader behavior? Maybe readers are all just a little strange. I like to think so. (laughs) All right, let's go through some reader habits and see if they're really all that weird. Mm -hmm. First one, Bria, reading the last page first, do you do this?
1: By the way, I just want to say, I think of weird as a badge of honor. So if you do these things and we say they're weird, that's great. And fuck us. So whatever. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say, reading the last page first. Why? I mean, I don't know. Ma- people do it, but do who? A lot of people do this. Yeah, I know. I don't mind spoilers, but for me, this is a person who lives on the fucking edge. Like they're like, <laughs> not only are they not like spoilers, they're like. This is a very decisive, demand spoilers. This, they demand spoilers and this is a very decisive thing to do. They're like, I got to know that ending if I'm going to read this book, which I sort of appreciate. Um, I guess my question is, do you get a lot from this? Like, I, I you know, I, I don't think the last page of Romeo and Juliet is like Romeo died. I think it's like wrap up shit. It's like, and then I don't know actually <laughs> what the last page, it probably is Romeo died. Um... um <laughs> Or Juliet dying—I don't know. Um, but uh, I, do you think people get a lot from this? Like, I feel like it's like wrap-up, wrap-up shit. And like, and then they all went home, and like, I don't think it says like the big reveal at the last page.
0: I—I I honestly, you, well, you know that I don't do this. I—you would have to, you would have to, you know, uh, drag me kicking and screaming. You would have to hold me over the edge of a cliff to get me <laughs> to do this, with my little feet dangling. <laughs> I would rather walk into the sea. Um, and I know a lot of people do this, but I, I will I agree. I do not know why. It, Glassers, if you do this, please write in and tell us why. I feel like I think I just I've heard can picture
1: it's me holding a book and I'm holding the last page and I'm shoving it towards you and you are just walking into the sea. Like you this is the <laughs> way I'm like, no, you... no no no. <laughs> I won't you can't make me.
0: Uh I've heard from some people that it's just like a habit or some people want to make sure like the ending is satisfying or hmm. it's just like a weird book habit that they do. And like, I respect a weird book habit, but if you do this, please write in. Cause I'm very curious as to like, yeah, Bria, like what you said, like what you get out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Well, the next one is vocalizing. Mallory, yes. do you do any vocalizing when you read?
0: I do not, but I think this one is like a trick to like help you read Mm. uh so i don't know if this is a weird reader habit or more of just like a oh well this helps me you know sort through sentences i think it would only be weird if someone like didn't know you were reading and just heard you like muttering to yourself (laughs) in a corner
1: (laughs) do you do this you know i do i will say i do vocalize when i'm reading scripts sometimes especially if i need to like make sure i'm paying attention and i do a lot of sub vocalizing i know i do sub vocalizing like i don't realize i'm doing it Um, I know that slows people down because when we did our episode about reading paces or something, but but like sub vocalizing does slow you down when you read, but it does help me pay attention sometimes. And especially if I'm having trouble, I'm like, oh, I can't get through this. Like I will do a lot of sub vocalizing, which is like kinda like I don't even know how to do it without like, you know, but I I can tell I'm doing it in my head and I can hear it a little bit. Um, but just reading out loud, not in a book, not in a book probably not yeah (laughs) so next one is
0: following along with your finger are you a finger follower
1: um well this is more about speed reading right like this is about speed reading and paying attention again it's like a yeah we covered this on the show i'm not opposed to it um, and it does seem like it would focus your attention. I don't do it. I would worry about doing it on the Kindle because you might accidentally press the page.
0: Um, but Yeah. Um, I don't think you could do this on a Kindle. I
1: mean, you could if you were, if you, if if you just did it with like, and this is something I do sometimes when I'm trying to get through a book is I take a piece of paper and I'll go down yeah. line oh, by line. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially it, like if it's a nonfiction book or something I'm reading for work or something and I know I need to like, like, I can't just like gloss over things. Um, but I think it's a similar idea where it's like lo- one line at a time. Um, do you, you don't do this though, I guess. No. Um, although I will say I just
0: went to a wedding recently and I got like really long acrylic nails for the wedding mm-hmm. and it made me want to like, I was reading the other day and I was like, Ooh, it makes me want to like follow along. Cause I have this, these like long clacky villainous nails. It's like, but
1: Mallory no- circa 2017, 18 had clacky. Nails. Oh my God. Yeah. remember when I used to have really long nails. Yeah. Yeah. And you would. You you could turn uh, the pages with your nails like like yes. that was like a skill set you had. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, but normally I keep my nails really short. So I don't do this. Um, and again, I think this is just another thing that helps people read. It also makes you look like a little scholarly. You're like, oh yeah. yeah,
1: that yeah, Ooh, it's definitely like sentence. what a cartoon a scholarly cartoon does. Like goes through the pages like, <laughs> like
0: <that>. yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder if people develop like finger calluses from the, that.
1: Oh, be
0: interesting. That's kind of cool, but I, you got to
1: watch out for paper cuts though.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, that's why you need the calluses, to protect yourself. Oh, I see, I see. But I know, like you said, some people use uh, bookmarks for this, which is a good double use for a bookmark. Yeah. But no, I, ne- I never really do this.
1: Um, all right. What about counting the pages until the next chapter?
0: oh, I totally do this. This is like one of my very weird reader quirks. Honestly, I love using the Kobo because it can tell me this. And when I was young, when I had like four or fewer pages left in a chapter, I would stick my fingers in between the pages to help me count. Uh, (laughs) That's cute. I don't know why. I just love knowing where I am in a book. Like I love having the, I like having the option to stop. It's like, it's sort of like how we can all watch six episodes of a TV show, but only one movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Plus it makes me feel like I've accomplished something when i finished chapter like oh, i know where i i've I, I know how many pages left i've done this like it makes me feel productive
1: yeah do you do this yeah 100 percent. i was gonna say i i mean i set it so i know how many minutes are left not pages are left on my kindle i do like that the kindle does this for me because it's also for me like a thing where i'm like do i have time to finish this chapter oh it's only four minutes yes. yeah i can do this or if it's like oh this is a a 60-minute chapter, I may not start this before right before I go to bed. This may be a bad idea. So I do like that aspect of it, but I'm not, like, counting pages, I guess.
0: Well, that kind of goes into our next one, which is only stopping at, like, breaks. Ah. You're not stopping mid paragraph. You're only stopping at like a page break or a chapter break. Is this where you like to stop?
1: I would love to do this. Like this would be, this would make (laughs) me very happy if I would do this, but I generally fall asleep reading. So I tend to start when my dreams start mixing with the book (laughs) where I'm reading and all of a sudden I'm like, how am I in the Tower of Babel? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm now in the Tower uh, of Babel. I am sendlin. like <laughs> I'm ascending. Or I'm like, why is my cat in this book? Like, you know, like something happens <laughs> and I start to mix dreams and reality. And I'm like, oh, time to go to bed. And then I basically, when I pick up my book the next night, I have to, I know, like, go back like three or four pages. So I would love to stop at a break. And I sometimes do if I get to the end and it's like, okay, I am am tired, I should just go to bed and I'm in at the end of the chapter. I will try to, but it is pretty hard for me. Um... What about you do you stop at the at the chapter breaks?
0: Yeah, I do do this, uh, or at least I try. I definitely like a clean stopping place, if not the end of a chapter, at least the page break. I don't know. It just, like, feels neat and organized to me, and it just makes me, I think it makes it easier for me when I pick the book back up. Like, I'm not jumping right into what's happening. Like, I'm starting where a new chapter or section is starting. I have a hard time, like, if I'm mid-paragraph, I'm like, wait, hold on, what's happening? What was happening here? Mm -hmm, It feels mm -hmm. like I can get back into the book easier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why we have chapters and it's not just one really long book. I think it helps us. like book hunk and I know a lot of people were like someone just requested uh for their reading recommendation when because they joined during the maximum Fun drive which you can do right now org slash join they requested a book with short chapters and honestly I feel that like if I'm like I feel that three minutes yeah I'm gonna read this chapter oh another three minutes that is easier than oh, six yeah. minutes <laughs> and I don't know why
0: and it makes you want to read more because you're like wow it's like when you're working out and it's you're you're do, working out at like low weights or doing something easy you're like well i can do another 10 minutes of this I'm a, I'm a i'm a superhero this yeah. is so easy to do mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. all right uh mallory this is by far the cutest quirk um covering <laughs> up the suspenseful part of your hand so you don't read it too fast do you do this
0: Oh, I do. I re- I have to because uh, I read really fast. And if I don't stop myself, like if I'm at an intense part of a book, I'll like my eyes will like dart ahead to the bottom of the page to see what happens. So I have to stop myself and I'll either put a bookmark or my hand so I don't that spoil it.
1: That is very adorable. It's like uh, it's like, you know, when you're like an animal starts running too fast and like can't stop themselves and they like just run right into <laughs> like, you know, run into a wall or something. That's like the, the reader equivalent of running into a wall.
0: So you don't you don't do this.
1: I do not do this. I maybe I don't read this fast, or maybe and maybe if I do read ahead, it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I just have never even thought to do this. I mean, I can see why this would be important if you were doing uh, like maybe a graphic novel because it's like so there. Like I would just be able to see and be like, oh, oh no, yeah. I see the thing that I that I you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't really do this.
0: Okay, last one. Okay. do you read while you walk?
1: <laughs> no, I listen to. I listen to, I almost said books on tape as if I'm carrying around a tape recorder, a tape, like a, a Walkman, box. a walk, a Walkman <laughs> and a you know, pair of old headphones and like maybe like the 14 tapes it takes to get through it. I'm just carrying that around my neighborhood. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you imagine? I do listen to audiobooks books um, while I'm doing a lot of things, but no, I'm not reading while walking. Are you reading while walking? I see people do this on the treadmill and I'm like, how? I would get s- motion sick, I think. I can do this and I definitely was guilty of doing this like when I was in
0: school like I was that nerdy kid who was like walking around the hallways with my book Mm -hmm. um but I don't do it anymore just because yeah I would just rather listen to an audiobook
1: well it's easier again we don't have to carry around like 14 tapes to listen to an audiobook (laughs) so it's much easier to listen to an audiobook these days
0: yeah and I would rather like look around my neighborhood and not like walk into a tree yeah
1: that would be nice but be.
0: some people are really good at doing this. Some, I, I know that some, there's some glassers who can, like, walk around the neighborhood yeah, and read books
1: It is very impressive, yeah.
0: So what do you
1: think your weirdest
0: reader quirk is?
1: I, I'm going to say maybe how weird I am about my various TBR lists. Um, I have multiple. They're organized in a way only I understand, and I don't want to get into it. I, um, I'm watching a <laughs> lot of uh, Parks and Recreation right now, and Billy Eichner is on, like, one of the later seasons, and I'm like, I think I sometimes I'm like just imitating Billy Eichner anyway. Um, um, <laughs> also, here's another reader quirk, a wasteful reader quirk. I will sometimes have a physical copy of the book and then I wait for the li- library digital copy to read, even though the physical book is here waiting. But if the library book shows up digitally, I'm like, Oh, I'll just read it now, even though I you thi- love an ebook I, and though I physically have the book, the book is sitting in front of me. But I just am like, oh, but I would much rather just and it ha- it gives me a time limit, too, because it's like, you got to read this right now instead of like, oh, well, it's here all the time. I don't have to read it right now. Um, I that is a weird, wasteful quirk. That that's I have. how I know
0: you really want to read a book. Like if we get a print arc and you're like, all right, I'll just read Fine,
1: it. I'll just read it. Yeah, that's true. What about you? What is your um? what is your weirdest quirk?
0: So I asked my boyfriend, Jeremy, for this and I was I was like, what is the weirdest reader thing that I do? And he was like, you have upstairs books and downstairs books. And it made me laugh really hard. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you have some books you only read in bed and some books that you only read in the living room. And he's right. I never really thought about it, but it is kind of weird, I guess. Like there are certain books that like, I, you know, I, keep by my bed and we've talked about it on the show a little bit before like i you know sometimes if i'm reading an essay collection like i I like to read an essay before bed and then all of my more like fiction stuff and graphic novel stuff i keep in the living room and those are my upstairs and i I never realized that jeremy in his head called them my upstairs books
1: and my downstairs. wait wait wait. is your upstairs is your your bedroom's downstairs yeah that's the weird part is that in our
0: house because we live on like a mountain like our house is very uh Uh, we have several floors of our house so our bedroom is downstairs and our living room is upstairs and so my upstairs books are my all of my novels and my graphic novels oh my god
1: that's so cute i actually i i have what i call like my morning book usually which is a graphic novel um right now it's like a a big like coffee table book that i'm like reading through Mm -hmm. and which is going to take me probably a year to get through i'll read like a page while i'm having breakfast basically that's my downstairs. I my highly breakfast recommend books. having different books for different parts of your house. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so you can send your reader quirks to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Before we answer a reader question, we're going to take a quick break.
1: Hot book tip. Hot book tip in the morning with Briam Mallory. Here's a hot book tip. Why don't you join Maximum Fun? That's the best hot <laughs> book tip there's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the hottest book tip of all time. Holy shit, Bria, it's the 2022
0: Maximum Fun Drive. It
1: really is, and it's the best time to join at org slash join. And guess what? You only have till tomorrow. You have to do it today. You have to join Maximum Fun
0: ASAP. Bria, how much time does it take us to make one episode of Reading Glasses? Just one.
1: I think it takes between you, me, and Sean about 20 to 30 hours every single week. How do we make this show, Mallory? First we get an idea. Either
0: that's from me or you or Sean or something on the internet or maybe a reading glasses listener sends us a really good idea for an episode on our email address. And then I write the episode. Then we have to record the episodes. And then Sean has to do his Sean audio magic on the episodes. <laughs> and then you edit the episodes. And then I do the show notes for the episode. And then you have to upload the episode. And then we both have to promote the episode. This,
1: Folks, this happens Every single week. Yeah, and what we're saying is this is our job. This is a job we do. This is not something we do. It is fun. We have a great time doing it. We love talking to y'all. We love talking about books. It's a great job, but it is a job. And how are we able to do this every week? Putting it out there so people can listen to it for free? With the support of
0: listeners like you. <laughs> right now, you can go to join to join and support Reading Glasses for as little as $5 a month. So you're getting
1: four episodes of Reading Glasses for $5. That's right. Hey, you want to tell, tell people about our goals? Because we have some really cool goals and we have some members-only events that will happen throughout the year if we reach certain goals. You want to talk about those?
0: Yeah, we've already reached a few of them. We're really excited. We reached our first goal, which was 100 new or upgrading members, which is the readathon. That was really, really popular last time we did it. So we're super excited. We haven't picked a date yet, but there will be another Reading Glasses read-a-thon. Our second goal, which we have also reached, was the Amish Book Club. We have chosen the title, so we are going to be reading an Amish romance book and talking about it. It is going to be very entertaining. We are reading A Bonnet Ripper. It is going to be very funny. Uh... What is our next goal?
1: We are trying to reach a live snack finger testing event where we will get online and we will test out snacks and figure out how dirty they make our books. We talk about snacking (laughs) all the time. We thought it'd be a really fun thing to do with everybody. And Mallory, what about this is going to be a members only event. What is the what is the next one? If we get 500 new or upgrading members, what will that event be?
0: We are going to do a Zoom hangout every quarter. You get to hang out with me and Bria and other glassers, and you get to talk about what you're reading and weird book stuff and book snacks and book pets. I don't know. All the bookish things you can think of. But this is a members-only thing. So there, these quarterly Zoom hangouts will only be available for reading glasses supporters.
1: Yeah. So will you go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join and support reading glasses? Right now,
0: you can sign up for as little as $5 a month or upgrade your existing membership. If you're someone who already supports us and you're like, wow, I want to upgrade my membership. I even want to boost my membership. That counts for all of this stuff. And if you are a new person, just as $5 gets you access to the Slack channel and our regular Zoom hangouts and helps us make the show every single week. Anyone signing up or upgrading to any level gets us closer to these goals. And again, like Bria said,
1: drive only lasts for a couple more days. You should do it right now as you're listening. Yeah, so please go right now to MaximumFun.org slash join and support Reading Glasses. Support me and Mallory and our slide whistle addiction.
0: <laughs> so that's MaximumFun.org slash join to sign up and support Bria and I and Sean and our pets and the slide whistle every single week. Glasses. Glasses.
1: Now let's solve a bookish problem from one of our listeners. Johanna writes in, I want to write in with my top book of the year. Ooh. My favorite from 2021 is She Who Became the Sun by Shelley Parker Chan. Queer, gender, fuckery, Chinese historical fiction that totally blew me away. It's incredibly smart and compelling and layered and I'm obsessed. I also would pick Psalm for the Wild Built by Becky Chambers, but I actually haven't read it yet. I'm just excited about getting to it. Wow, just have to say, this is very cute. Uh, That brings me to my question. How do y'all feel about voting for books in awards or lists um, that you want to support, even if you personally haven't read them? Every year, there are lots of books I'm excited about, uh, whether either people I have trust recommended them or I love the author's other work, so I tend to vote for them in awards like the Goodreads Choice, since I don't usually get to read the books the year they came out. Mallory, how do you feel about voting for books that you have not read oh man I feel this especially if I love an author
0: or if I'm friends with them I think this is one of those things that isn't really okay but everybody does it I think mm. this is like the jaywalking of the book world you, you know that you're <laughs> supposed that to harmful. wait for that light mm-hmm. it's it, it's not totally like it's not totally harmful but you really shouldn't do it uh and so if I'm voting in wards I try to only vote for books that I have read but I get it when you're going through like the Goodreads choice awards and you get to a category you haven't read anything in and you have the urge to just pick an author that you like I get it I would say try your best to vote for books that you've read but hey if you love an author and you haven't gotten around to reading their new book but you want to support them and you know you're going to read the book and you want them to win an award the book police will not come and get you
1: I mean yeah yeah I love that uh, I love this idea. I love the idea of picking your favorite book before you read it. This is a, this is a very glass or issue. I I am oh, a big this fan of This is a very this.
0: specifically glass or problem.
1: I, I'm gonna say I'm with you. I do I try to only vote for books that I've actually read, um, which means sometimes I just don't vote in some categories. I'm gonna say I don't vote in a lot of categories because a lot of times I will be like yeah, a lot of times I'll be like, well, maybe I would like this other book better, and I kind of feel weird voting for a book that I only sort of like that I just happened to read in this category. Um, but sometimes if I've only read but one book in that, I will vote for that. Um, I figure it's fair because that author wrote a book that got me to read in this category, maybe like one I don't normally mm-hmm. read, and I think if it was good enough for me to continue reading it in a category I wouldn't read, it's probably good enough to vote for, even though I didn't read a lot of books in that category. But look, I mean... I don't think, again, I don't know how, who it's hurting, especially if it's an author you love um, or you're friends with or something like that. But I also, I worry about it us just voting for the buzzy books instead of voting for the books that might be yes. the best books. Again, I don't think you're hurting anybody, but I, I think I can, you know me, I love a buzzy book. I'll get drawn in and I have to be careful about making sure the book that's the best book and not just the buzziest book is the one that I'm voting for.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So do your best. Again, it's just like jaywalking. Do your best. Try to wait for that that crossing signal. But if you are in a hurry and you want to get across the street, and there's a book that you really, really just know you're going to love, or an author that you have read everything by and you adore, again, the book police are not going to find you. They're not going to pop out of uh, pop through your your wall like the Kool Aid Man and and take you away. Like,
1: and a lot of times I think I mean I. Think this is a problem is that you, the Goodreads awards that like, comes out in December, and a lot of times I'm like, I still have a bunch of books to read before I can actually vote in this. So that I mean, that's it's going to be an issue. I think it's a good re- reason to prioritize the books that you know you're going to love. I mean, it's a good reason to make sure you're reading shit that you like.
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. It's definitely. Uh, a, a good wake-up call to be like, why am I? Re- why did I read all these books that I didn't care that much about? If I was so excited about this book, I should read it right now.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. If you want us to solve your reader problem, you can send it to Reading Glasses at gmail dot
1: com. Time to answer a recommendation request from Tara or Tara. I'm from the South, so I'd probably say Tara. Mallory says Tara. Uh, recently, I re- I read a great paranormal story on Wattpad. Unfortunately, it was unfinished and left me hankering for a good paranormal or supernatural story. I took to the local bookshelves, but have been hard-pressed to find anything without romance. I just want to read about people fighting ghouls and befriending ghouls or solving a mystery with ghouls, anything but kissing them. Unique creature con- concepts and mysteries are always a plus. Mallory, you got some ghoul friend books. Oh my God, I love this so much. I, I want to punch a ghoul.
0: I want to hug a ghoul, but no kissing ghouls. <laughs> i do i actually i I love this and i do have a recommendation my recommendation for this is daughter of hounds by caitlin Kiernan, an author that i love but uh, this is a book i haven't talked about on the show before um it's an urban fantasy horror book about a young woman who has these like just these like weird fantastical visions her entire life and her path gets crossed with this woman who was taken by ghouls when she was a baby and now sort of like serves the ghouls in this ghoul underworld it's very ghoul heavy book um and they, these two women have to team up and fight some supernatural forces, and it's a very unique book, and with lots of ghouls, and no one ends up kissing the ghouls. <laughs> so I think it is perfect for this. Brea, what do you think? What are your what are your ghoul ghoul wrecks?
1: The the phrase that came up to me during this was, "Is it a kissing book?" You know that princess princess bride was like, "No yeah. kissing books." Um, I don't think I've read a book about people kissing ghouls, but. I think I'd yeah like Tara let to us know. One. I would like to read a kissing ghoul, ghoul book. Um, now I did go to see what defined a ghoul because I was like, what does that mean exactly? According to the Webster Dictionary, a ghoul is an evil who being who robs graves and feeds on corpses. That's the mm-hmm. actual definition of a ghoul. But I think of them as like a supernatural baddie. So can't I just say a supernatural baddie is a ghoul, or does it have to be I mean, one that robs graves?
0: I I think this is a choose your own adventure here. You can we okay. didn't get we
1: didn't get a ghoul definition with this. Okay, so. okay. Well, I'm gonna recommend a book that I haven't got to talk about in a long time, which is Horror Story by Grady Hendrix. Um, where oh wow! It's a haunted IKEA. Uh, basically, this person works there and things start to go awry, and um, there are people who have who uh, something bad happened where this IKEA was, and all these people are starting to come back, and there's torturery things happen, and it's a really clever book in that like as the book go- it looks like an IKEA catalog and as the book goes on there's like, you know, the the uh the IKEA devices become darker and darker and they become like torture devices and stuff. I think it's a super fun IKEA, haunted IKEA book. Um and has it has ghouls in it. These are I think actual oh. ghouls according to this definition. But uh, is it spelled like G umlaut Yeah yeah it's O-O-H. A kind of new one. H. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it just has like one thing to put it together and it's just uh, ripping someone's <laughs> face off. <laughs> just like a, a, go- go- a snargle, go- goo flogging. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so mine is Horror
0: Story by Grady Hendrix. And mine is Daughter of Hounds by Caitlin Kiernan. You can send your recommendation request to reading glasses podcast at gmail.com. Bria, can you believe the Maximum Fun
1: Drive is almost over? Feels like it just started. No, it doesn't. We've been doing so much work. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> We're recording this early and I'm exhausted. Um, It's been very fun, though, and it's always fun to connect with people. I feel like, you know, we're very fortunate because we have the Slack channel and we can connect with people all year, but it's so exciting to meet new members and meet new people who've been listening and people who decided to join for the first time. So it has been a really great time.
0: We are so grateful to the Reading Glasses community. Obviously, we're very biased, but we think we have the greatest podcast community in the world. We have the most supportive, wonderful Sarah's and non Sarah's alike who listen to this show. We're so grateful for the ones who are able to and want to support us and help us make it every month. You know, so right now you can go to maximumfund.org/join to join and support Reading Glasses for as little as five dollars a month. Or if you already have an existing membership, you can boost or upgrade it, and that just that five dollars gets you access to the Slack channel, which again we both love so much. It gets access to our regular Zoom hangouts. It, there's only a couple of days left, so you should go right now, right now. <coughs> You can go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join and sign up, support us, get access to all this fun
1: stuff, and help us make the show. Yeah. We cannot thank you enough. We love doing the show. We want to continue doing this show. So will you support us? Will you become a member and support us every month? It's just $5. It helps us out so much. It helps us to continue to make this show. So please go MaximumFun.org slash join. Glasses. Glasses.